you know, like things like that. But what I'm learning in motherhood is that things might not go that way, but it's all going to be okay. And, and we're going to get through this together. Hey everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Entering Motherhood, a podcast dedicated specifically to new moms going through this amazing journey in life. I'm your host, Sarah Bilger, a postpartum nutritional coach slash mechanical engineer. And as always, I'm so excited to be here with you and share all the information I've been lucky enough to obtain since becoming a mom. In this episode, we cover four ways to help navigate postpartum using a fun little song that goes head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Okay, so before we jump into today's episode, I really just want to tell you a story. And I promise it's relevant, but it might just take a little bit to get there. So be patient with me. So I have been doing a lot of work on myself lately, and I'm currently even in a 21-day manifesting challenge, which has been super awesome and helpful and totally empowering. However, I have completely begun to get in this mindset of absolutely anything is possible and while nothing is wrong with that and majority of the time that is very very helpful there are times that the thing that you plan out like to the t just doesn't quite go your way and while i still ended up getting somewhat emotional i um, recovered much faster today than i have in the past from things like this And with that, I'm counting it as a win and I'm using it as my little 1% better for the day. So uh, this is what happened. I had planned to get multiple items off of Facebook Marketplace this weekend and I had mapped out where each of the pieces were and how long it was going to take to get to each of those spots and how much time I had in between and I had told the people I'll be here at this time and there at that time and whatnot and all of this relied on me going and getting a truck to rent so that I can fit all of the items in it because we only have two vehicles and neither of them are large cars SUV type vehicles that are capable of holding multiple number Uh, pieces of furniture so I was like I'm gonna go there early I'm gonna go get the truck and I'm gonna drive all around I'm gonna pick up all this stuff and so I got to go pick up the truck and I thought I was gonna get kind of like a cargo van or maybe like a smaller pickup truck because I didn't need that much room but I needed some room and They make me fill out the paperwork, I get all going, and they're like, yeah, yeah, truck, van, van, truck, and I'm just assuming they know what I'm talking about, and I know what they're talking about, and so I have the keys, and I walk outside, and I'm clicking the beeper on the truck, and I find out that the headlights that correspond to the keys that I'm holding is this massive 12-foot truck that has like one of the like moving trucks a full-on massive moving truck and for those of you that don't know I'm only 
five foot tall. I'm pretty petite. Uh, I am not very confident in driving a huge, massive moving truck. I have done it in the past on a highway where all you have to do is relatively stay straight, but I knew I was going to have to be going through some back roads and into people's driveways and such. So I start up this truck because I am totally convinced like I got this, I can do anything, nothing's impossible. What am I afraid of? You know, totally, totally on top of the world and I go to back out of the parking space and I was terrified, absolutely terrified. And, you know, it's big, it's massive. I couldn't see out the back and I start just driving around the parking lot and I immediately just circled around and went back into the parking spot and I just realized, you know what, like maybe I can't drive this truck. And so I went back inside and I told the guy, like, that truck is just too big for me. Like, I really want to do this. I really want to do this alone and solo and prove that I can do anything and anything is possible. But that truck is just a little too big for me. So like, is there a different truck that I can use or borrow or whatnot? And he had told me that if I can't handle that truck, then he can't help me because that was the only one that they had available that day. So so I then went back into my car and I got super emotional because I had my whole timeline picked out and I knew where I needed to go and what I needed to do and the one chair that I was picking up I had gotten the dimensions from and we had measured my husband's car and I was convinced that it was not going to fit based on the dimensions that I had gotten from this guy. So I start getting like really upset, like, oh my goodness, like, how is this ever going to work? Like, I don't have a truck, like, blah, 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 blah. And I was so super upset and just felt like my whole day was ruined because this was what I had planned for my afternoon. And I was finally getting out of the house and doing something productive (laughs) I don't know who else is out there that has not really left their house in a while, but I needed to get out and do something for myself. So I called my husband and I was a blubbering mess and I was like, this is impossible. This sucks. The world is over, you know, automatically jumping to all those worst case scenario uh, situations and whatnot. So I, I was completely just jumping to the total polar opposite because I was convinced that I needed to rent a truck and get a truck and do that in order to make my day successful. And so I went back home, I switched vehicles, I got his car because he has a hatchback and that was going to be the best case scenario for our situation since I could not rent a truck today. And I just you know, hoped that when I got to the house that this chair would fit and I knew that I would have to take multiple trips for all of the items 
since they weren't all going to fit in the car at the same time. So I would just be a little bit behind on each one. So I did not give up. I think in the past, that would be something that I would just kind of be like, well, you know what, if I can't get a truck and this whole day is going to be ruined, then I'm just going to sit here and eat some ice cream and cry about it. And I don't want any of those, any of those pieces of furniture because... If, if I can't do step number one, then, then that just means that none of this was supposed to happen. But uh, I think because of things that I have been learning that even though it might not look exactly like we thought it would, it doesn't mean that we can't still get what we hope for. So I kind of wiped my tears and cheered myself up and my husband was definitely very helpful and and supportive of me during that time so I was determined that the day would still go on and I went to the first place and got this rug that fit perfectly in the car Uh, I knew that wasn't going to be an issue and then I got to the second place and we bring this chair which is a beautiful chair it's it's got yellow flowers on it and yellow is my favorite color and so I was just like crossing my fingers and and hoping and praying that this chair would fit into the back of the car and sure enough we pushed it in and it fit like a glove it was it was perfect it was unbelievable how well this chair was able to fit into the car and Honestly, I think if I had been driving that truck, it would have been massive. I would have felt so uncomfortable. Who knows what would have happened? I barely felt okay driving around in the parking lot. How would I have driven it 20 minutes away to go pick up these items? So I was just kind of in awe that this had worked out so perfectly and I was still able to get the items that I needed. And so Like I said, I had to take a few extra additional trips, so then I went back home, dropped off the rug and the chair, and then continued to go out and get the other items one by one. So now we have these beautiful pieces of furniture that, um, you know, people were were done with, and, and they had brought joy to them, but now they were ready to pass it on to us, and now they are in our home that um, we moved in here in March and we have yet to fully furnish the house but it is a work in progress so we have been saving up some money to get to get pieces of furniture and slowly one by one uh, they're coming in and it's all getting pieced together which is really beautiful to experience and and have a place that you kind of get to customize those those items yourself and I think I think buying used furniture is really cool because they have a story behind them and they've they've been in somebody else's life and now you get to enjoy them and and so the chair is now sitting right here in my office and I get to enjoy it and so so basically um from all of that what I'm trying to say is that maybe sometimes things don't go exactly according to plan, but that doesn't mean that you have to give up completely and just accept defeat because 
it all worked out even better than I could have imagined and everything fit. It all worked out on time. I was back right around um, as Rosie was waking up after collecting all of the things. So my husband was able to do some things around the house and and whatnot. And um, Rosie got a nice good nap in the afternoon and I didn't I didn't miss anything. I wasn't behind and I was able to complete all the things that I wanted to get done today. So I felt very, very accomplished and I am proud that I didn't give up. So to anybody out there who might be going through a similar situation, you know, I I want to assure you that if you really see a plan and if you really have something that you desire that it might not look exactly like you envisioned or or planned it out to look you know I have definitely been one to plan out things to the T and and everything has to be according to plan and step one two three you know like things like that but what I'm learning in motherhood is that things might not go that way but it's all going to be okay and and we're going to get through this together. So hopefully that little story helped and and maybe brought light to some situations and and maybe you can get something from it. If not, maybe it's just a funny little thing that you can laugh about and <laughs> and enjoy. So there's that. And so the reason that I wanted to tell that story before this episode really began is because these things that I now kind of have learned and and keep in mind during multiple situations have really helped me in situations like this. And so those things are simple steps that I have kind of learned to help navigate postpartum. And probably, honestly, you can use these things just in life in general. I think these are lessons that I probably should have learned and maybe did learn at some point, but have kind of gotten lost or irrelevant. And now I feel like they are needed more and more every day to help me, you know, keep my patience and really get me where I need to be in order to properly care for my family and care for myself and just be the best version of myself that I can hope to be. So, you know, now that you're a mom, I'm sure that you have all those lovely little nursery rhymes stuck in your head. And uh, the next time you sing this one, you can think about these four simple steps. This is one that we do with Rosie, and I'm sure you all know the whole head, shoulders, knees, and toes song. So let's break it down. And I also wanted to really quickly just define postpartum. And postpartum really just means the time after childbirth. And this is commonly around postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety, but postpartum is simply just the time after childbirth. So that's what I'm talking about here. Okay, so the first one, your head. I want you to do some brain training and get those creative juices flowing 
work on training your mind to become stronger learn ways to empower yourself every day you can try reading a book or talking to a friend you can find a craft or listen to some kind of meditation or maybe a podcast or something that really gets your brain working and going i think doing something that helps stimulate your brain is so helpful in motherhood because how many times have you heard that whole mom brain or or this or that i think it is something that we need to remember to train and focus on and utilize because so many things are changing and our brain chemistry and all that fun stuff is going on that we need to make sure that we are just focusing more and doing little activities and keep up with that and really just train your brain just as you would any other part of you and and like I said um, doing word puzzles or or reading a book and uh, if you have any specific things that you like to do, then then let us know and, and share it. Uh, talk with people about like what you do to get in a good headspace. And like I said, meditation has been so, so helpful for me. I love just sitting and listening to something soothing and going over and repeating so that my brain is just completely wiped of all the chaos that is going on in that day and that I get a little bit of time to myself to just focus and and concentrate on something other than maybe the chaotic activities that are going on that day. And then the next thing is your shoulders. <laughs> and basically, I'm saying, girl, just brush off your shoulders. Literally, like today, I need it to just brush it off, get over it, but fully accept what was going on and just leave all that drama behind and simply just toss it aside and focus on what you need first and foremost. So I need it to get that done today to feel sane and to feel accomplished. And so like I said in the past, I could have obviously just dwelled on the situation and said well you know what whatever like it's not today like it's not working out we'll try again tomorrow whatnot and you just gotta brush it off and you just gotta keep those shoulders <laughs> clean and good and and going because honestly like if we if we let all that dirt pile up and if if we don't focus on kind of you know I'm not saying just like F it, forget about it, like leave it behind, like definitely acknowledge it, but don't worry about it as much. And I know that is so, so, so hard. Trust me. I am, I am one that can totally relate to that, but it's just going to help you out so much. If you just brush off those shoulders, leave that drama behind. All right. So we talked about head, shoulders, now we're onto our knees. And this is huge. This is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite ones. And honestly, move your body. Just get up, engage those knees, go on a walk, 
get some fresh air, just feel what it's like to get that blood flowing. I think so many times we're just so involved in all the activities that are going on. I sit down at work, so I am sitting a lot and just stand up. I actually have this really neat chair that um, it's super neat and it helps kind of like sit you up and uh, work on your posture. So moving your body is something that I have found to be so essential and so helpful. Honestly, just having something to do, going on a walk with a friend is, is so, so effective. And just getting out of the house, like I said, this was the first day in a while that I have really gotten out and, and been somewhere other than grocery shopping. And so just moving and and doing some sort of exercise or activity that you like can be super super beneficial and so that's when I say knees that's what I'm acknowledging for the knees and you know there are so many activities and things to get involved with that can help this and I really really feel like it's super beneficial if you find something that works for you and is exciting to you and motivating for you because if you're just doing something that maybe your friend heard about or or something else or somebody else is doing you know you might not have that same passion for it i love yoga there are other people that absolutely hate it and that's fine you know if you don't like it Don't go sit through an hour-long yoga class. Same with like Zumba or something like that. If it doesn't get you going, if you're not fully immersed in it, you're not going to get as much out of it. If you're doing something that you're totally passionate about and, and really, really amping you up, even if it's just going on a run or playing soccer with your kids or something, you know, if it's something that you are enjoying then it's going to be that much more beneficial for you. So move those knees, get your body going, and, and it's, it's definitely going to make you feel better. I don't know anybody that has worked out, and I mean, maybe adoring it, it sucks, and you're like, oh my gosh, whatever, but nobody really regrets doing that stuff. I don't think anybody has said that it's been bad for them. So... I don't know, I just get out there, get moving, get going, and find something because once your body is is moving, it's it's just gonna keep going. But if you're if you're sitting there, if you're kind of stuck on the couch most of the time, or like I said, like sitting down at your desk all the time for work, like if you're sitting down right now, if you're just sitting there at your desk or, or lounging around, stand up, do some squats, like right now, do it. <laughs> I'll count, ready? No, just kidding. But honestly, like go out and do something that you enjoy. Find something that's going to get you excited and move that body. All right. And if you know the song, you know how it goes. And obviously, toes are last. So we got head, shoulders, knees, and now toes. And for toes, I chose this because I think you need to focus on self-care. And getting those toes looking fresh with some self-love and maybe even a cute pedicure 
is just what you need. I think us as moms need to kind of like pamper ourselves a little bit more and you deserve to be pampered and loved. And if anybody else tells you otherwise, you need to tell yourself that you deserve this. And it's not just for Mother's Day. It's not just your birthday. You know, try to do a little self-care maybe once a month and, and just kind of sit in a bath do one of those face masks. Um, I love baths. I like to just sit and read a good book, uh, listening to music, just sort of focusing on your body, maybe getting a new body soap or something that smells really yummy. There's so many, so many things that you can do for self-care and really just having a few minutes to yourself. I think a lot of times I hear moms kind of say like, oh, how am I going to fit that in? Like, I don't have time for that. You know, hopefully your children aren't awake all the time and hopefully you can find someone to help you get a few minutes every day. So I like to do some self-care you know, in the morning before Rosie wakes up or even during her naps. I know as she gets older, she's not going to have that nap time, but uh, I like to utilize it now as much as I can. And then also like right now, like after she goes to bed late at night, I obviously am going to stay up and do things to clean up or or whatnot but instead of or even you know self-care could be sitting and lounging around and maybe watching one of your favorite shows like taking that time for yourself you don't have to watch all the cartoons all day (laughs) um you know having just a few minutes maybe a glass of wine whatever whatever is self-love to you. So these are just four quick little things that I have found to be so beneficial in becoming a mom. And I hope that you can take these things and try to remember in different situations like, hey, am I checking all these boxes? Am I am I looking at my head, shoulders, knees and toes? Am I am I working on something that's going to get my brain activity flowing? Am I brushing off things that maybe really aren't that important or, or you know, am I over overreacting to a situation that maybe I can just kind of like let go of and, and not try to control so much? Are my knees moving? Am I doing some random squats? Even just picking up your baby, like moving around a little bit? And then am I really focusing on that self-care and and all the way down to my piggy toes and maybe going out and getting a pedicure. So I hope that these things have been beneficial to you and I hope that maybe you can incorporate one little thing into your daily routine that hits on on these aspects. And, you know, I'm enjoying singing the nursery rhymes and all the songs and stuff. And and this is one that that we've really been using lately. And now when I'm singing it to her, it doesn't have to be annoying because I'm also kind of like thinking those things through about myself. And um, 
as weird as I am, I even went through the eyes, ears, nose, and mouth. I don't know if you all need to need to get in that much detail, but I guess because I mentioned it, I'll just briefly kind of explain what I had for each of those. And I don't know, for for eyes, I I said just, you know, looking at your perception of things and evaluating your surroundings and being more aware has been something that I have definitely incorporated into my life since becoming a mom. Your ears, listening to yourself and others more. I think, you know, that's so important to just take that time and and lend an ear and and be there to listen to what somebody else has to say can be super helpful in motherhood because I think for our children sometimes we have to be a little patient and listen to what they're trying to say to us and and take that time to hear them and for your nose this one I have decided to choose as to keep your nose up and and just hold your head up and stand your ground and know your worth and be confident you know you're a mom now and you get to make decisions about things that go on in your life and just owning that and keeping your nose held high and be confident in what you are doing because everything that you're doing is perfectly fine you are on the right path you are doing all the right things and you are exactly where you need to be so so keep your nose held high because you are amazing and for your mouth I said eat to fuel your body and talk your truth so be honest in what you're saying use your mouth as a valuable tool and also fuel it with things that are going to be nutritious. You are in control of what you're eating and what you are saying. Take a moment to kind of process all these things and and let me know if you've found it helpful or if these are things that kind of you've also learned as becoming a mom. And now there's a fun little well, the song has always existed, but now now there's a fun way to remember it all and to really hone in and focus on those things that uh, maybe we need to shed light on and, and help to navigate postpartum. Well, this wraps up yet another episode of Entering Motherhood. I hope that you have found this episode helpful. And if you liked it, please share it with others who might also benefit from this information. If there's anything that you'd like to know more about, or maybe you know someone who'd like to be on the show, please visit my website, enteringmotherhood.com. I'm so thrilled to be going on this journey with you and getting the amazing opportunity to help moms during this postpartum experience. Thank you.